Shavua Tov, everybody. Welcome to Parashat Kitesa. B'nai Israel this week have an identity crisis. In psychology, we might call this a regression. During Heta Egel, during the sin of the golden calf, B'nai Israel are totally reverting back to their old ways. And I think B'nai Israel are really trying to answer the question of who are we? What do we stand for? Are we idolatrous still? Are we still influenced by the culture of Parah? Or are we monotheistic and do we stand for the ideas of freedom? I think this identity crisis is a lot like the identity crisis going on in America today. We're asking ourselves the very same questions. Who are we? What do we stand for? Where should we be headed? You watch some of these TikTok videos and you, you ask yourself these questions. What exactly is going on with this country? And all this got me thinking, what does it actually mean? For us to be American. We as Americans have so much to be proud of. We live in a country full of so much blessing, so much abundance that we so often take for granted. We're the first Jewish people in the history of the world to live in a country other than Israel. Where we can feel like completely equal citizens, like fully valued members of society. But what does it really mean for us to be American per se? Well, if you dig a little bit you'll learn that this American story is directly based on the story of Am Yisrael seeking freedom in Sefer Shemot. This story is all about escaping from persecution and searching for a life of religious freedom. Only instead of Egypt, of course, you have to read Great Britain into the story. And instead of Yamsuf, you have to read the Atlantic Ocean. Abraham Lincoln even went so far as to say that Americans are the almost chosen people. In his inaugural address, Bill Clinton proclaimed, guided by the ancient vision of a promised land, let us set our sights on a land of new promise. So in other words, what we are experiencing today is the story of Moshe and B'nai Israel being lived out in contemporary terms. But how did this biblical story ever become adopted as the American story? Believe it or not, the very first settlers in America on board the Mayflower in 1620 and the Arabella in 1630, were Puritans who totally defined themselves in terms of the Torah, which they saw as engraved on their hearts. They saw the Torah as their defining text, so much so that Hebrew was just one vote shy of becoming the official spoken American language. Believe you me, that's a crazy thing. And then in typical biblical fashion, they decided to make a covenant, a berit. The Mayflower Compact contains these words that we do solemnly and mutually in the presence of God and one another, covenant and combine ourselves together into a civic body politic. So even before Americans set foot on North America, they decided that they wanted to build a society based on berit, based on covenant. John Winthrop on board the Arabella told of his vision of his new society as a shining city upon a hill. This has become a perennial symbol of hope for us as Americans. As Winthrop quotes from Sefer Micha, Asot mishpat hesed im To do justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with our God. So the bottom line of American society was an unwavering dedication towards covenant. At the very end of this week's parasha, after the catastrophe of the golden calf, we read about a very curious incident between Moshe and B'nai Israel. 
Moshe has just spent 40 days and 40 nights on Har Sinai. He's just single-handedly saved Bnei Israel from annihilation. And he has elevated himself to a level of holiness that no man has ever reached or will ever reach again. Moshe has spoken to God face to face. And now says the Torah, Vahi beredet Moshe mehar Sinai. When Moshe was descending from Har Sinai and he has the two luchot, the two tablets in his hands, Moshe didn't even know that his face was glowing. Isn't that just incredible? Moshe Rabbeinu was literally glowing from all that he had been through and yet he had no idea of the transformation that had taken place. So my question is, how can a person like Moshe, who knew the deepest secrets of the cosmos, not be aware of something so obvious to everyone else? In my humble opinion, this pasuk itself actually contains the key to understanding how it is that Moshe could have been so oblivious to his new shining form. The reason is, as it says in the pasuk, Because those two tablets of the covenant were in Moshe's hands. Moshe was dedicated to one thing and one thing alone. The mission of his life. The covenant with Borei Olam. Everything else was secondary to this mission of Sedaqah, Mishpat, justice and righteousness. So much so that Moshe didn't even know that he was physically transformed by a brilliant light. As C.S. Lewis once said, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. For Moshe, this was never about his own glory or even his own spiritual achievement. Everything Moshe had done was for the sake of his nation and for the sake of the covenant. And so, he was totally unaware just how brightly he now glowed. This is just who great leaders are. Like Moshe, they act selflessly no matter what the circumstances. They never think of themselves. Instead, they're thinking of the people they serve and the mission of their lives. So what does it mean for us to be Americans? So I think it doesn't mean TikTok. It doesn't mean apple pie or McDonald's, that's for sure. It means living for covenantal values first and foremost. That's what this country was built upon. But even more so, it's about thinking less about how we can use this country for our own sake. And it's a lot more about how we can spread covenantal values using the blessings that we've been given for a higher cause. So if we follow in the footsteps of the man with the shining face, we will surely come ever closer to that shining city upon a hill. Thank you very much and Shavuot Tov.